Welcome back to another episode with Boys with Joggers. Episode 3, we're back with another podcast. I'm here with George, which is going to help me with some college football talk that we usually talk about since... Yes, sir. So now let's talk about the top four. Not top four, but upsets. That wasn't really an upset because Alabama basically... I had a feeling that Auburn was going to beat them. And now they're guaranteed probably out of the uh, college playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, score a pretty close one, actually, 48-45, Auburn picking the win. I mean, this hurts Alabama because mm-hmm. their reputation going on to this game exactly just keep that playoff hopes alive. Not shattered, really. I mean, they could probably get a good bowl game out of this, but other than that, they're not going to make it to the SEC championship. No, because, yeah, because it's uh, Georgia versus LSU, 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 which is this next weekend, Saturday. But, yeah, but I guess this hurts for them, their program, and also their fans. Yeah, because they're, they're so dominant of school. People, I feel like people are shocked that they dropped, but I think it's because of their starting quarterback that went out. But other than that, you let me hear the top ten rankings if you have that already. Ooh, top ten? Yeah. All right. So number one, LSU. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Clemson. Four, Georgia. Five, Utah. Six, Oklahoma. Seven, Florida. Eight, Baylor. Nine, Alabama. Ten, Wisconsin. Are you shocked by that? How ALSU's in ahead of Ohio? Yeah, I mean, kind of surprised, really. I mean, because they beat a, uh, I think it was a, not ten ranked, a fourteenth ranked Michigan. Yeah, and then LSU played unranked Texas A and M. I mean, mm-hmm. Texas A and M already is is a good team. Well, yeah, they beat them fifty to seven. Yeah, fifty to seven. LSU. But then, what's it called? Um, Ohio State beat Michigan fifty six to twenty seven. I, I don't get that at all. So, I don't get why. Maybe I feel like they're just doing this for people to get more attention. Yeah, but... I, but that doesn't, I, it doesn't really matter to the final. Oh, but it doesn't make any sense, though. But you would think a rank versus... I think now you want to be the... Like, I think you want to be number one. Because then you could take on, like, a Utah, if a Utah makes it. Oh, yeah, Not but saying that Georgia's not going to beat LSU, but still. Well, you think if LSU loses against Georgia, you think... They'll have enough to stay in it, or will they be kicked out? Because I feel like they should stay. No, yeah, they're going to stay for sure. I mean, but I don't know who else is going to go what, what if Georgia loses? Okay, so Georgia's so lost once, right? Yeah, they lost once. So do you think they have enough to stay if they I lose to LSU? I, I doubt it. I mean, yeah, even, even though think, you, if you really think about it, if Ohio State gets to number one, that's probably the best bet because they can, they can play. If Utah makes it into the final four, they can play against Utah. And that's not that's an easier game than Clemson. Yeah, but I feel like you're kind of this, and uh, not really shouting out Utah. You know, yeah, but Utah's good. But I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm just saying. I mean, Utah really surprised everyone just making you know, just the top five because mm-hmm. going into the season, it's, it was a battle between Oregon and Oregon shocked or Oregon and Utah for the Pac-12 at least to make a chance to make it to and the playoffs. They, and they play. They're playing against each other. So. Yeah, it was for the uh, Pac-12 championship next week. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the number two and threes will be a good playoff to play against each other. But then other than that, I just feel like I don't know to be honest. With you. Oh, but like we we're talking about earlier about number one about who LSU be number one. It doesn't make any sense because LSU be an unranked Texas A and M. Yeah, that's, I'm still kind of confused. I mean, I guess I, I, I'm shocked by that when I saw it today. I mean, I guess you could today. make it the scoreline because LSU did beat Texas A and M fifty to seven. Yeah, but still they're an unranked team. No, yeah. Michigan beat. Okay. I feel like they're just going to do this all the way to the end. Because there's a difference. 
because you know Texas A and M, even though they're unranked, they're still a quality quality team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Compared but, to compared to taking an unranked team from the Mountain West mm-hmm. or from the Sun Belt. Yeah, but then you really think about it, like next week there's you have Baylor versus Oklahoma, you have Georgia versus LSU, you have mm-hmm. Clemson versus Virginia, and then you have Ohio State versus Wisconsin. If all the top teams win. The only one that I feel like has the best bet to get number one is probably LSU because they're playing against a number ranked four, Georgia. So I feel like they're gonna if they beat Georgia, they're the they're like guaranteed number one. I feel like. And uh, you're not, so you're saying if for whatever reason if Ohio State wins their match against Wisconsin, they'll be they won't be they wouldn't be number one. No, because they you have to think about it. LSU beat Alabama. Who else did they beat? I forgot who else they beat. Let me see. Um. Let me see real quick. Uh, they beat Auburn. They beat Alabama. They beat Florida. They beat a lot of teams that people were really shocked by. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and they added another number four to the list. Mm-hmm. It's big, but I feel like I just feel like that. Um, what's it called? I don't know what to be honest with because. If you really think about it, if Georgia lo- if Georgia loses, I don't I don't think they have much they don't have enough to back themselves up to stay number one no stay number four so I think they'll probably drop the fifth yeah, they'll, get a, they'll still get a bowl game but no yeah of a, course they won't get a they sure. could possibly get into a really good one a good bowl game but if if it, if it just happens I mean I mean it'll be a pretty good thing for Utah. Because, I mean, no one expected them to go at least make it to the playoffs. I mean, they expect at least top 10 for yeah. the season season going forward. But, I mean, they're in a position now that's up to their own hands where the fact is they're betting on LSU to beat Georgia and, and Utah Austin when it's just Oregon, and then they just go into the top four. Yeah. Unless the committee somehow, like, uh, we're talking enough off, okay, uh, off mic, I guess. I'll say off camera, but off mic, that – what if the committee just says, just because you're basically less, how do I say, have less history compared to like other other teams like other schools like Georgia or Clemson, historically, mm-hmm. we're gonna leave you out of the top four. Yeah, I feel like that that has happened in the past. Like yeah, like with, off, with off. US UCF, you know, mm-hmm. they had a less of, like okay, they're yeah, because their schedule. Oh yeah, the schedule. Yeah, the, I mean, the scheduling is the biggest part. I feel like. But they should have still been ranked up higher, like ranked six or something. Yeah. But then you really think about it. A lot of people even said before that Alabama, when before Alabama lost to Auburn, they said that Alabama still had a chance to make it to the playoffs because the committee pretty much is basically quote unquote love, <clears throat> loves them because of the prestige. But I mean, who who wouldn't? I mean, who wouldn't really? Yeah, but I feel like I feel like this actually might be a. This actually will be a good playoffs because I feel like you don't really know who would win. A lot of people, are, to me, a lot of people probably gonna say LSU versus Ohio State for the final. I feel like that that could happen. You do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it LSU can happen, versus actually. Ohio. Actually, that could be the, the potential final. final. Really, I mean, okay. no, we'll see. I'll give you. you uh, let me give you the scenario. Okay, right, for sure. So if Utah loses to Oregon, mm. Oklahoma beats. Baylor, mm. and then 
And then, okay. But then, but then, but then, sorry. But then, all right, George, let me give you a scenario. Okay. If Utah loses to Oregon, uh, Oklahoma beats Baylor, then LSU beats Georgia, you think Oklahoma has a chance to get the top four? If that scenario is exactly what it goes through, mm-hmm. like exactly what he said, yeah, they do have a chance. Because they have a better chance of what? If it was five and six, Oklahoma was five, Utah was six, mm-hmm. they'll probably have a better chance to make it to the playoffs. Oklahoma's number six. Yeah. No, but I'm saying because of the prestige and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, they have a higher chance of, you could arguably say they have a higher chance of just making it in than Utah, even though they're yeah. number six. Just because of the prestige. But, I still kind of wonder who's going to make it to number four if Georgia loses. I mean, no matter what, a lot of people... Georgia, what, what, what happens do you think if Georgia beats LSU, you think Ohio State will go above? I feel like LSU should still stay in the playoffs. No, they should. No, they haven't lost. No, I mean, if, if even if they lose... You think they'll drop down to second or third? Yeah, I... I or fourth? Maybe, or, maybe fourth, but other than that, I doubt we could drop out of the top five. I doubt it. So if you think if all the top te- top ranked teams win and Georgia beats LSU, I feel like it should be Ohio State, Clemson, LSU, then Georgia for the top four. Yeah, I mean you can, you can arguably say it with them, but I guess what the overall shock of this this season for for whatever reason is just Alabama not really making the playoffs. Yeah. Because a lot of people even said there was this thing coming out with uh, with Alabama, the Patriots, how every time Alabama wins, the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then it's been like a consistent consistent years after years. And a lot of people are saying now, with not, not that this is off topic, but that the Patriots will lose, the, they won't make it win the Super Bowl this year. But let's just not talk about that. So it's just I'm a, just saying, like, is it just a coincidence or the conspiracy it, theory? Conspiracy theory, because every time Alabama wins the college football championship, the Patriots win. So, two of the top, you have to say, two of probably the top teams out of college football and NFL. Even though people hate on the Patriots, they're still a top team, even though we're we're not really talking about NFL right now. Yeah, but I think what we can tie in with the NFL is Tua. Is he gonna stay another year in college or? Is he gonna? Unless, like, I, I, I feel I, like, or is he gonna co- go to the NFL draft? I feel like he should stay. <laughs> I feel like he should stay because um, Tua should stay another year. But I don't know what year he's on. I think he's a junior or a sophomore. But I feel like he could stay because he needs to get his body back because of the hip injury. But I don't know. That's a good question because he's such a t- deep like his deep throw accuracy is probably one of the best out there for. Yeah. His next draft, yeah. But there's still a lot more time to see. So. No, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm on, I'm on you with that. That I think another year will benefit him, but also it could hurt him a lot. But depending how Alabama seasons go. But you really think about it. If you look all the way in the past, Alabama's quarterbacks haven't really, um, what's it called? They haven't really made it big in the NFL. Yeah. Like even uh, Jalen Hurts. No, he's not in the NFL yet, but he's with Oklahoma. And if he makes it, and I feel like if he does make it to the playoffs from Oklahoma, that probably I feel like he'd probably be the best one to get out of the draft for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If Tua doesn't go, but then there's gonna be like, you know, there's gonna be talk Tua versus 
chicks. But I don't know to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like you should stay from a health perspective because if you go in the NFL, NFL is a different different kind of sport. All those people out there are just the best of the best. Even though college football is the best of the best of people with recruits, they're not yeah. the best of the best in the world. That's a difference. And you can see, yeah, like a lot of players actually get drafted like in the first round and end up don't, not being that great in the NFL just because for whatever reason, just because too of the, young. Too young or the levels just high up. Yeah. Off-field. Off-field or the coaching staff or whatever, but... Because they think they're the top of the top and then they come to reality. Oh, yeah, of course. But then... I think just for him, I think another year would benefit him. Yeah. Not gonna lie. And I think them probably might be one of the top. No, they'll still make. I feel like they'll win the playoff. Probably win it next All year. All right, Walker. Let's see you. Championships. Championship week. Yep. What's, your, what's your predictions? My predictions for uh, for Utah versus Oregon. Yeah, it's back to championship. Um, I feel like that would be actually a good game to watch. Versus Utah versus Oregon, but I feel like I feel like Utah will pull it away because it's just they're doing so good this year. Mm-hmm. But Oregon's still good. I feel like it's gonna come to like the fourth quarter for that one. Like even though like even this week I was watching the um, the Ohio State versus Michigan, and I just saw how like Ohio State was basically just controlling Michigan. But what about you? How do you feel? Who do you think is gonna win it between Oregon versus? Um. Utah. I feel like Utah has a good chance of winning. Just like last time, I, what I said about thing was I forgot what the team. Because you're was. like big on Utah, I feel like. Well, you're, yeah, you're, you're supporting Utah with throughout the playoffs. Because so I feel like if you want to make, <laughs> yeah. make a bet, you'll make a bet. Okay, but he only does it in the sporting book. So Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm joking. But I feel like Utah really are a good team. You know, they're like they're not really how do I say praised. Enough yeah. in the media. Well, essentially in the media. Used to be praised, but then they went on a yeah, big, they lo- big slump. Yeah. Well, everyone absolutely. used to be Oregon fans, but now they're Ohio State fans. So. Anyways, I feel like some. I feel like Utah could actually win, end up winning in this match. What about Baylor versus Oklahoma? Who do you think is going to win? Actually, it's a closer match than what Utah Oregon. <laughs> That's actually going to be the But best. I feel like Oklahoma could pull it away. I say third quarter. I haven't really watched yeah. the Baylors play this. Baylor play this. This year, but I've seen Oklahoma and I see how Jalen Hurts has been playing. I feel like he's just dominant. So, so I think they're gonna pull away. All right, what about the Sun Belt Walker App State, who have been having an amazing season after only only coming up from the SES levels for two years mm-hmm. against Louisiana Lafayette? Who do you have this match? App State, <laughs> just right. because I haven't really heard about the other team. To be honest with you, <laughs> App State are a pretty good team this year. I mean, they're probably one of the best part of the group of group of five. I mean, they're only two years coming up from the uh, FCS level, which I guess it put in soccer terms, second division for the you know Premier League championship. I don't know soccer, so <laughs> no, of course you don't. <laughs> All right, uh, I am learning. <laughs> American American uh, Athletic Conference, Cincinnati versus Memphis, another ranked. You didn't match. give me your prediction. Oh, that, uh, well, no. Appalachian State is going to win that no matter what. I feel like Louisiana. You still know the other team? I feel, <laughs> like, I feel, like, the, I feel like the Raging Cajuns. You know, they, the thing was just a surprise for them just to make it to the final, to this mm-hmm. uh, Sun Belt final. But other than that, I feel like Appalachian State are going to win this match. All right. What about Cincinnati, Memphis, American I think Memphis Athletic? Memphis will win. Really? 
But I feel like I feel like that'll be another good game. But I feel like that might just be not a blowout, but just like one team might just not really like so not not show up in the first half. Mm. It'll be too late. So that's how I think. Yeah, go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people they were expecting UCF to make it to this final at least. But after what happened against Georgia Tech, no, all she knows it was Pittsburgh actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they just went to this horrible slump, and then they just got off of the championship. But yeah, I feel like actually Cincinnati might pull it off here. Yeah, I feel like they will too. But I feel like how I said, it's gonna come down to the first, first quarter, first half. That one team might not show up. And and to so the big boys now, SEC championship, LSU, Georgia. Who do you got? I don't know to be honest with you, but LSU's been rolling, taking a lot of teams down. So I feel like. Uh, it's hard to say. I think that's gonna go down to a fourth quarter game, come down to a field goal or a touchdown. Alrighty. Turnovers are probably gonna be the biggest thing, but I feel like LSU is gonna pull away. ACC championship. Or they're not gonna give me your Clemson, Virginia. I think Clemson's gonna pull that away. Yeah, I mean, there's no really. What about LSU versus Georgia? You didn't give me. Yours. Oh, no, sorry, I just forgot about that. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, LSU are really the, the dominant team with Joe Burrow, and then. But I feel like just because how they play, it's just more. They they just play really fast pace compared to you know Georgia, who have been slacking this couple this season, because you expect at least top two or top three. But I guess yeah. just just a championship over Alabama, it's, it's just a win on their record books. Mm-hmm. And for Virginia and Clemson, uh, Clemson. I mean. What about Hawaii versus Boise State? Oh, uh, actually, a pretty good one actually. Boise State. I think Boise State's gonna win. I feel like they're gonna pull it away. I think but, after what they won in the first first week against Florida State, against Florida State, I feel like it's been a pretty not not other than expected because usually Boise State ends up winning the Mountain West either convincingly or it's a pretty close one between them and other teams in the Mountain West, specifically with Fresno State or like the te- teams of like that of that. But I think it was a surprise for Hawaii just mm-hmm. to make it because. They yeah. weren't expected to make it to the championship game. Because mm-hmm. you see, Hawaii is like, okay, they're not good, but they're like, okay, back in the day, like the old like, mid-2000s or whatever, they're like pretty competent yeah. when they're facing against like the BCS against, you know, those type of teams. Mm-hmm. And then we make the same case with Boise State, but you always see Boise State like in the top, like, mid to top 20s when yeah. it comes to rankings at the end of the season, but I feel like Boise State is going to win this one. Mm-hmm, same. Well, now let's feel how you feel about Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Tulane versus number 10 ranked. I feel like Ohio State is going to win it. Yeah, same. Wisconsin's, been <clears throat> Wisconsin's always been like a 10th seed, 10th to 15th seed, so I don't see them pulling away with the win. I think Ohio State's still on their victory run. So that, yeah. I'm going to talk about some of the BPL standings. Premier League. Looks like Liverpool is running away with this. I'm not gonna lie, but we'll give you the, give you the top five. Actually, no, top seven actually. Liverpool number one, forty points. Second, Leicester City. Impressive run of them for them. Second place, thirty-two points. Three Manchester City slumps, twenty-nine points. Four Chelsea, five Tottenham, six Wolves, seven Sheffield United. Where is that? Manchester United in this? They're season. in ninth. Nine. Kevin, aren't you a Manchester United fan? Yeah. yeah. I'm a Man, U- Man City fan. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, how, Kevin, how do you feel seeing a team like uh, Manchester United, who has a lot of history in the club, having this 
like tying to Aston Villa today. Shambles, mate. We got a we got our captain over here now wanting to play because he wants to leave the club. You're talking about Pogba, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, we we can't just put it on that. It's just a lack of form from the players, you know. But hopefully, we could see it through to at least get sixth place, at least. What place are they in right now? Okay, what about Leicester? Do you guys think that Leicester is seeing like yeah. another 2015 run or 2016 run? I think it was 6. It was 16, 17. Are they out of, uh, aren't they like 8 points away? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're 8 points. points. How many games do you have in uh, 30? 30, 36. Oh, 36. Yeah. 36. And Liverpool's only lost once? Yeah, actually, they haven't lost at all. They're actually they just tied. Are they draw? They drew once. About um, here's a big on Leicester City. Been really a pretty impressive season for them. Yeah, especially as the losing, like if you compare the squad they had in 2016, 17 when they won the title, and then the oh, I mean 15, 16. Yeah, it was 15, 16, right? <laughs> yeah. So when they won the title, basically, um, if you compare the squads now and then, you you could fair to say the three main players you always had is um, Jamie Vardy. And Schmeichel and Pereira, the defender, I think. Or Ricardo, the yeah, Portuguese. Ricardo, I think. Was he there when they won? The no. No? No, it was. Well, Schmeichel was there. Mares, Kante, Vardy. Mm-hmm. Drink water. Drink water. Drink water was a Mar- Mark, Mark Albrighton. Yeah, so, so, so like, is if you look at the now, it's a whole different type of players. You know, yeah. Oh, it is? I thought it was kind of the same. Is, is he Boris there, the Spaniard? Uh. I don't no, think I think he went back to Spain, man. He left, right? Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is, like, no matter what they do, this year you have uh, Madison from Leicester showing up. You have Ricardo Pereira, who's been pretty solid in the back. And then you have um, that one guy they brought in who scored the second goal for Leicester. It's uh, like a... The midfielder? Huh? Midfielder? I think so. You already telling that? I think so. Yeah, you got they bought him off alone. Well, originally it was last season they got him on loan uh, half season for off mm-hmm. Monaco. They actually bought him this season. I'm going uh, with midfielders. We'll go with with Ndidi with this probably header must be rec- rec- recognized from the header against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think Leicester City ended up winning that match, didn't it? I think they did. Yeah, I think it was a sh- I think it was one of the few Chelsea games that have lost this season. But I think comparing that team. This from this season to 2015-2016 season, even though they didn't have like the players well like Conte and Mars, which just stood out, mm-hmm. they're a more solid group, especially with with Brendan Rodgers, who had experience, well, has experience, Premier League experience with many multiple teams, especially Liverpool and the yeah. well, he was close to winning the league. Exactly, and then, but I feel like that organization, and with the solid group of players and more depth. Mm-hmm. I feel like this team could actually beat what what was the 15-16. Mm-hmm. Team, but it was just more. It's just more talent based and more technical. Yeah, yeah. What about um? What do you think? As Spurs winning so far, having lost with Mourinho, you think Mourinho is still going the right direction with these players? Because Deli Ali is one of those players that who's who's standing out right now in comparison when he was with Pochettino. It seems like Deli Ali's finally getting his group with this type of play, play style. I feel like it's I feel like it's a new change of environment, new new different coaching. I feel like any time there's a big change in it, I feel like a lot of people get that motivation back about how they play. So I feel like yeah. 
feel like they're doing better because I seen I've been seeing them that they haven't lost either. So I feel like they're they're not shocked. I feel like they'll go back up, but I don't I don't think they'll they'll stay. They won't get relegated. But I feel like they'll stay in like the maybe the tenth, ninth. They won't go up that high though. Uh, I think Spurs. What's position is Spurs? In? They're in fifth. They they could probably get into Champions League. Champions League. They're six. They're six points behind uh, Chelsea. Wait, what? What position? What? Well, Chelsea did lose Tammy Abraham. He's pretty. He's been a oh, um, a big in... factor for Chelsea's lineup. Wait, the Spurs are in fifth place. So yeah, fifth. Place? Top four oh, makes it into Champions League. Oh, I thought it was something. Oh no, I just regret everything I just said. <laughs> uh, could could we actually know? How Sheffield United is doing this season? They're currently just promoted, and now they're in seventh place in their first season back to the prem. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I think Chris Wilder has really done an amazing job with them. With the, with this system, they put it integrated in back in the championship, with just basically more more of a pressing system. Uh, compared to other teams, really, it just makes them play more physically and just more tactically. I guess tactically too. But my problem is with them is just fatigue. Like, sure, like, we've seen teams, like, do it amazing in the first half of the season. In the second half of the season, they just fall off either because of fatigue or for whatever reason. But I feel like Sheffield United are going to stay up. Of course, they're going to stay up like, top seven. But I feel like they're going to eventually end up becoming, like, top ten, top eleven, or, like, around, around the mid-table. But next season, they have to get better players. Or at least depth. Or at least invest. Exactly. Or get out some, uh, some youth players from yeah. some academies. Exactly. Because you don't want to become the next whatever Fulham, who like waste like hundred million pounds and then next you know they get really get the same season. Yeah. So th- I guess what they're doing right now is fine, but but eventually, if they want to stay in the Premier League, they just gonna have to invest in more players. Mm-hmm. Um. So staying on the topic of the Prem, do you guys think this is Liverpool's year? Do you guys think Liverpool are gonna win? Or they could, uh, you know, end up choking after the 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 break in December. Um, it really depends if they, you know, that they get start because last year Liverpool were able to do it. They they made it to Champions League final and was always up there in the running for the Premier League title. I think that with the experienced players now, and I feel like with the motivation to win the Premier League, I don't think I think it is Liverpool's year. Year. But um, it, it anything could happen, you know. Like you have your Norwiches, or Nor- a team like Norwich could beat Man City. Doesn't mean they can't. They could. They could beat Liverpool. Yeah. Or like Leicester City, someone who's in second place and a team that they, people are probably now noticing to not um, take it lightly. I think one of those teams could like a, a team could surprise anyone. Like in the Prem, especially in the Prem, you got Sheffield United who just relegate. I mean, just uh, promoted, and they could. Easily tie against Liverpool, and that could start Liverpool to drop points. Yeah. So, I think we've talked everything we could, we wanted to talk about in the Prem. So uh, now, let's move on to the Champions League. Champions League happened um, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. Thoughts? Any uh, surprises? Any groups that you guys want to talk about in particular? I think when we talked about last time was a particular group was group H really now since the draw with Chelsea and Valencia and that puts them eight both of them are eight place I mean about eight points 
both of them tired, but Chelsea right now having a better goal differential than Valencia. Actually, no, they're the same goal differential, but just Chelsea have more goals scored compared to Valencia for nine to eight. So yeah. that that group in particular, I'll continue. Uh, the group in particular, it's really the group of death, really, because you would think Chelsea with the group they have over Ajax. You know, Ajax did a like really good they season, had last, season. Last, like, last season, but. You explain just because of the depth that Chelsea has and whatever players they do have right now. We expect to win it, but no one really expected this to be this close. This close, yeah. yeah. Like, literally, it's going to come down to the last day. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys think it's safe to say that Ajax is for sure in? Um, who, who are they playing last game? They have Valencia, I believe. See, but the thing is, like, what what's the points between Valencia and Ajax? Two points. Two points. Eight, nine, ten. Oh yeah, you're right. Eight yeah. plus two. Ten. No. Oh, yeah, okay, I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the okay. other group. But either way, um, no, because if Ajax lose and then Chelsea wins, that means um, if Ajax lose and then Chelsea uh-huh. wins and Valencia wins, they're out. So regardless, Ajax has to go in with everything if they want to make it to the next round. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's not bad for either of these teams to go to Europa League. That's true. Potentially, like we said last week as well, this is gonna who whoever wins this group could potentially win the Europa League, depending mm-hmm. if yeah. whoever gets eliminated, you know. But um, what what about Group G? The it, it's Leipzig with ten, Zenit with seven, Leon with seven, and Benfica with four. That literally yeah, that's, yeah, that's a battle a, to see who stays in Europa League in general. Yeah. So, I I guess this is the team the group. We also no group. This is the group with basically those top number like number one places in the in the other groups. Mm-hmm. We'll want to face. Well, okay. Other than Leipzig, it's between Zenit, Leon, and Benfica. Between those three, I feel like the other other groups top number one. We we'll want to face them just because they're less quality compared to other big European teams. But just because of that, they want at least a, a quality competition between those three. Yeah, but who's gonna make it through? Um, I think Leipzig are gonna make it through number one for sure. But I don't know. Gazena has been pretty good this season, even though because we don't see enough of them, enough of them in a domestic league. And Leon, they've been they've been good, but it's just the fact that either one or two problems either between the back or the attackers. It's just also lost of Nabil Fekir. It's just I don't know. But I feel like Zenit are gonna make gonna make two. What about Group F with uh, Barcelona, Inter Milan, and Dortmund, and then because Dor- uh, Inter Milan and Dortmund are tied with seven points, and then Barcelona has th- uh, has eleven. Well, I think Barca just has can't just they could draw. Yeah, but do you th- just who not you think, lose? Who do you think out of Inter Milan and Dortmund? Who do you think would? I will. I mean, Dortmund has always been a team that to compete. In the Champions League, but then again, you can. Inter Milan has a bunch of stars. They have someone like Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez, that um, Argentina guy. Because oh. Barcelona, yeah, beat Martinez, yeah, Martinez, yeah. And they have a good goalkeeper in Handanovic and Skrill. Skrill, what's the difference? Skriniar, Skriniar. You know, they also have so, in the back. You know, they have a they have a solid team that could make it far. And to be fair, there's not another like besides Juventus and Napoli. Like they are the other team that's representing Italy, Italy. 
And, you know, Italy is getting back to that side or that time where um, players want to go to Italy to compete. Mm-hmm. Just because of Cristiano Ronaldo being there, you you see Lukaku going there, you see Alexis Sanchez going there, you have Frank Ribéry going over there, you know. So <clears throat> I think if all the Italian teams go through, you know, it makes a statement that, like, hey, you know, teams in the Serie A still have a uh, potential to compete for Champions League titles because uh, it's safe to say it's been a while since we've seen any Italian team in the final. Actually, no. Juve well, made it. 2015. 2015, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's always, to be fair, it's always been a, it's only been Juventus. Yeah. To be in the last five years, it's mainly Juventus who's been in the finals. That's twice, true. I think. Uh, Th- three times. Barca and Real. Oh, two, so twice. Real, yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah. No, didn't they play Real twice? Back-to-back years or something like that? No, that was Atletico. Ah, there we go. Atletico yeah. went like, they went twice. And then I think in between the two of them, Juve went in one. Mm, that makes sense. I guess for, just for like uh, Liverpool and Group E's, I don't know they're in with 10 points in first place, but you think they're like a main front for the, the win? The I mean, they're the current champions of the Champions League, so <laughs> any team that's a champion from the past season is always a threat. Just because they probably have the driving motivation, especially with Liverpool, you know they could probably do a treble this year. True. You know if they win the Champions League again and they have to win the Premier League, which it uh, seems like a it's a big task, but it's doable. you know whatever this club's been through, uh, making the comeback on Barcelona, I think that's one of the key moments that turned this club from one of those teams that you know to they basically gained the respect after that game because yeah. no one thought they could do it. Especially the performance that Messi was having. Yeah. Um, also, that the crazy. I just looked at it with Group B. Bar- Bayern is undefeated, haven't lost. One yeah, because game. they have the so goal striking fire of Lewandowski. Who yeah. Has 25 goals. Like, yeah. This, he, <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, like he should be. If he keeps this route, uh, keeps this run going and keeps it could? through 2020, he should be definitely in contention for the Ballon d'Or. Because he's always someone who. He lacks nationality wise because Poland is a decent team but never really makes it far in anywhere. Yeah. Like when they made it to the World Cup, they didn't really, yeah. you know, they didn't <laughs> progress far. Uh, the Euros, they don't really make it out groups either. But speaking of, the, speaking of the Euros, we have Group F. Yeah, have Portugal, Spain, Germany, and then the potential of Iceland and I think Hungary. Uh, to be fair, I, I don't know the teams that are in contention. Uh, well, you know the top of the the oh. top talk is um, Germany, uh, two thousand World Cup, two thousand fourteen World Cup winner, France, two thousand eighteen World Cup winner, and then Portugal, Portugal the, to the Euros. Yeah, the Euros. So you know, you're gonna see a champion getting out, which I think is gonna be Spain. 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 Yeah, I right. I see it. <laughs> Spain. That. Spain is in a you know, situation now that where age is an issue. Yeah, they they you know, all their all their good players you know are up there they're in getting out there, yeah. their talent and it seems really like they're producing as much young players. Exactly. Like yeah. they do have young talents, but they don't seem that lethal, like compared to like a France where you have basically a backup every position. You know, you have yeah. um if Mbappe is injured, you have Coleman, Dembele, Dembele. You know, if you if you're missing a striker, you have. Uh, <laughs> I mean, besides Giroud, and Giroud, Benzema, Benzema never could play in the 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's been, he's been. Oh, I guess. But luck is that. Luck is it. Kenyak potentially. Potentially, I mean, he yeah. was in the Euro squad. Nah, he didn't miss that true. sitter. That wasn't a sitter. It was a tough angle. Oh, he hit the post. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then again, like uh, midfield, like Sissoko, Pogba, Kante, you know, that solid three. You have um, and Dombele as well. And Dombele, you know, Coleman. Coleman. So you know, you have a uh, and then defense. We can't even like defense is just. Linia, Mtiti, Ron, Clichoni, Pavard, Pavard, like this, this team, France, oh, Hernandez from Bayern Munich, the center back, and then Theo. both of the Mendes, Frontline, and then uh, Benjamin Mendes, yeah. So like, and then Germany, you have Havertz, oh, um, Timo, Gabin, or, uh, no, oh, Gambin's from Ivory Coast. The dude from uh, Bayern, the left mid. Left mid, like an Avery? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to uh, pronounce it. Oh, Werner. Ooh, Werner. Werner. Royce. He's, Royce is probably going to be your experience. Yeah. Man. He's going to be like the Thomas Muller mm-hmm. or like the Schweinsteiger in the 2014 uh, World Cup. I, I feel like he's going to play that starting role of the guy with experience. Yeah, but other than that, it's, it's going to go to like depth, really. Because other than the starting lineup, what we have what, for the 2020 Euros. Like, the bench, like, yeah, it's not going to be as good as Francis, really. Because, you know, earlier, prior years, you would have, like, this stacked, especially the 2014 World Cup, where they had this stacked team. Mm-hmm. Whereas even, like, some of the great players from that national team didn't even make it to the final Yeah, selection. but I think, I mean, I mean, you could also think about it. Um, in the Confederation Cup, Germany won the whole tournament. Even though it's not like you could say, like, a lot of teams go. That, and uh, it was their B team. Yeah, it was their B team, That's and they true. won it. <laughs> but I mean, you have Sane, who probably would be back from injury by then. Mm, Twenty. Yeah, probably he would be in that. And then strikers, you have you could take uh, Mario Gomez, maybe. Ah, he's like thirty-four, thirty-five. I mean, so who would you take instead of Werner? Like, who would you take with Werner then? Um, you could potentially might play Havertz up top. Like, Havertz? but as like, it's like I guess like if you have no one else as a secondary. Yeah. Striker, I mean, but thing, you guys, you have Tony Cruz who's getting up there. That's true. You have um Cordera who's probably getting up Cordera. there. Cordera, well. I don't think he's thirty-two. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's it's between him and Gundogan, but I think Gundogan mm-hmm. might go in just because of his, like his like performances, quote unquote, with Manchester mm-hmm. City scoring some goals here and there. But then the fact is that, like, okay, because midfielder they're all right. Center backs, okay, with what, with. Left they backs, get, Nico Schultz. Go so, uh, and also the center back from uh, Bayern Munich, the German one. Um, Boateng? Uh, Boateng, the other one. Sule. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you go with the versatility, I guess, with, like, I guess, a pseudo Philip Lom with Joshua Kimmich. Yeah, that's You true. can play basically oh, right yeah. back, left back, center back, center <laughs> mid. CDN. It's basically another it's Philip, like Philip Lom. Yeah, another yeah. Philip Lom. And the goalkeepers, I think this time, Tristan has to take the start. I swear if they take Neuer, I'm, I'm going to be few. Well, I mean, they they could, you could take him. You could take him. No, but okay, but I'm, I'm saying starting goalkeeper. Okay, they yeah. might potentially play him if they're like already qualified or whatever. They might play him like, okay, here's one match. You go play. Yeah. <laughs> go on, that. <laughs> but other than that, well, well, I mean, I think opening game they should play Neuer. And then I just like up. as a final well, farewell. Yeah, as a like, farewell. If he ends up retiring or whatever, but from the national team, but. Still, it has to be Tristan. 
I mean, in the last year, you could potentially think Tar Sagan should have started. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's, because he didn't really play that season for yeah, Bayern. Because he, he was injured. injured. Yeah. And he I guess then third choice keeper, I mean, it's a toss up between what? Trap. Uh, who Who's the third goalkeeper they took for the World Cup? Well, we don't know. Uh, I think it's 20, Trap. It might be Trap, actually. 2018? No, 2018? Yeah. So yeah, I think it was Trap. Yeah, it was yeah. Trap. Because it was Ter Stegen, Neuer, Trap. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that would change then. No, I doubt it. Maybe until, like, what? Maybe next World Cup and after yeah. that thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah but. Yeah. But I think another thing that, you know, the other groups, they. You know, if you could, if you would take one of these to each group, so you know you spread them out, these three teams into different groups. I think the Euros become more um, interesting. Not interesting. I think more balanced because mm-hmm. now you're gonna have like those special runs from like an Iceland run. You know, we could see like Wales making it to the quarterfinals or semifinals again because if they have the easy weight group or like someone like. Poland, you know, they could probably, you know, step up this Euros and actually show something. It is actually, because for something, this could be a potential really clear run for England. Yeah, it's England potential. can make it to like... Well, even though they actually have Croatia in the group, in Group D. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Croatia has much to offer no more. <laughs> I think they're, your players, yeah. they're, they're, no, but I, I feel think like, 2018 was the last yeah, one. Yeah, but I feel like if this, this actually benefits of all teams, I think it benefits England the most. Because they mm-hmm. have... Well, they the, usually struggle against yeah. like, Germany or Spain. So, or if, for example, if they get knocked out, you know they could probably get face one of the, the best out of the group B, uh, group F, group B. It it makes a good chance for England to well take it home. Yeah, take it home. So we're gonna see a semifinal rematch between England and Croatia. No, no, I doubt it. Because uh, England. No, but Eng- I'm talking semifinals from the World Cup. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, yeah, World Cup D. Well, yeah. I think it's a different squad that you're gonna be taking. Yeah. Because you're not only going to have Harry Kane as pretty much... Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy's not going to be on the options. No, no, no. Rashford's going to be there now. Uh, no. I don't know about Rashford. I mean, he hasn't been that much performing for Manchester United. I mean, okay, but we still have a whole six months until the 2020 Euros. No, I mean, yeah. I was just saying, like... Yeah. Um, you, I'm, I'm bringing in Tammy Abraham, uh, Jason James Mount. You know, these Chelsea come-ups. Um, you have Juan Bissaka coming up. Yeah, for Phil Foden. You know, you have... um. Alexander Arnold, who's probably oh, gonna get more playing time. True, true. You know, you have uh, Jordan you, Henderson. You reckon Joe uh, Joe Gomez? Yeah, probably. No, yeah, probably with Joe Gomez, and also with John Stones. You know, it's kind of shaking the back, but I think he's getting more experience. Yeah, and Pep Guardiola and Harry Maguire. Yeah, and Harry yeah. Maguire, but I don't, I don't think he's gonna start. No. Well, maybe it could be a potential toss-up between what Stones and Maguire, but other than that, I really don't know. Left back. But then Kyle Walker, too. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Walker, too. Right. I mean, Ky- I think that your goalkeeper's probably going to be Pickford again. Yeah. Or Pope. Oh. Nicholas Pope. He uh, had a decent season last year. for. No, yeah, but I feel like it's going to be Pickford. I think he's the yeah. start I mean, of the yeah. Pick- yeah. Pickford's a... But I think Pope is up there. He think, could be up there. I'm just like... I think, right. so you think could be back up? You think Angels can make the run? Or the, yeah, the they win should win They no? should be able to, especially how much talent or they have. Or you think France will? You um, think France is probably more of a top runner than that? France's group is wild. That, that it's up for, it's up to anybody's hands that group. But the thing is with the stigma, with England, if they just make it another group stage, the fans will already start chanting it's coming home. Well, the fact is disappointment after disappointment disappointment. When are they gonna realize to the point where like, all right, we only really have a good team. <laughs> it's not coming home. Is they have a good team, but 
once if they face actual like actual competition like France or like those big bigger teams, mm-hmm. they just get disappointed. I mean, eventually, you have to realize, even though they have a good team, you can't always expect them to win. Even though that's play, that's like the stigma with England fans, I guess. Mm-hmm. All having that great players or whatever. Well, it's a prideful nation. With no, it is a prideful nation. But I think it's different. I think Gary uh, Southgate. I think he's bringing something different that the other managers did. Uh, especially against I mean, Carson. it's like when Rio Ferdinand talked about them in the 2006 World Cup when they're favorites. When you have Gerard Lampard, Paul Scholes, you know, you have probably the best midfielders in the world. You have someone, Rio Ferdinand. You have um, a young wing Rooney. You have Campbell? David Beckham. You know, you I have, like, all these players that, you know, who, could, who looks like a winning World Cup winning squad, I mean. But then when they wouldn't act like a team because he said in an interview saying – that when we would sit, we would separate, you know, Chelsea players, oh, yeah, United, yeah. United players, you know. So, like, I think it's different with um, Southgate. And I think, like, you also got Raheem Sterling, who's also, mm-hmm. who's had, he's been scoring a lot of goals these last couple he's seasons. He's got being a top player. Huh? He has to be a top player. To, like, make it far? Well, yeah, because, I mean, you got Harry Kane, but just to make the like the mm-hmm. runs, the crosses, the passes. They're going to rely on Sterling. He has to be the uh, defining man. Well, really, yeah, because, I mean. He has to be a playmaker. Yeah, because, okay, Kane's going to make him. Okay, from inside the box, Kane's going to make it in no matter what. But Sterling could do basically all of that, plus the crossing, the passing, and the pace. Shitty from outside she, Exactly. Ball. So I'm saying that you have to rely a lot on Sterling, depending how he plays. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, it's like the subs. Yes, for example, the other, the other like wingers, I guess. There isn't the same quality as Sterling. No, 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 no. France fa- is falling off when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I mean, England, sorry. Oh, like, I thought you were about to say that France is Ster- falling off. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they're going to be but, good but for besides quite Sterling, a few years. Who, who's another dependable winger? Left mid, right mid, anything. Jordan Sancho. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. See, I, left, I forgot about who that. Who is guy. their left wing? Sterling. <laughs> oh, left wing? Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't think they could play Sterling as a left and then put Sancho as uh, a right. Isn't that what they did? Just that they played somebody else on the right? I think they messed or up. Or did they play Rashford on the left? Because the Rashford does play on the left sometimes, but I think they might have done that in the World Cup. You, you also have the Ox Chamberlain. You think it's going to come oh, down to the. Now that Ox is back. You think true. it's going to come down to their midfield? I mean. I, I mean, the midfield's okay. They yeah. have Deli Alley. They have Eric Dyer. It's just going to come into the mistakes. Henry Winks. Harry Winks. You think they'll have enough power to score <laughs> a lot of goals? No, they do. Yeah, yeah, they, no, they, they have they enough do. power, but you think they'll have enough. Not enough power, but like have enough. I don't know, like how you were saying how they were separated. Yeah, like. like you, you think, think they'll think have they're enough. They're going to be working as a team. team? Or you think they're going to be looking for I mean, the shine? And I mean, so, not they seem pretty close. Yeah. During the 2018 World Cup. And, um, so, basically, I think England could make it far. Yeah. I also, just, just to make the quick rundown of Group A, Group B, Group C, whatever, the other groups. Uh, group A, Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales, Group B, Belgium, Russia, Denmark, Finland, Group C, Ukraine, Netherlands, Austria. Uh, four team is to a playoff so it's between Georgia, Belarus, Northern Northern Macedonia and Kosovo Group D England, Croatia, Czech Republic also playoff also playoff winners also mm-hmm. play the potential playoffs between Norway, Serbia, Scotland and Israel 
Group B is Spain, Poland, Sweden, lost, and the fourteen being the playoffs between Bosnia Herzegovina, Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland, Slovakia, Republic of Ireland. Group F, the big one: Germany, France, Portugal, and also the playoff. Group <laughs> Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Hungary, Iceland, and Romania. So I have like I guess there's potential like out of those the playoff teams. Who do you think has the best chance of making out of the group? Well, well Iceland's in the group of death, so I would say Iceland, but. They fall into the group of death, don't they? Uh, Iceland. Yeah. yeah. They, they can they, if they may, if they win the playoffs and that they're, potentially they're, they're gonna go group, group F. So that makes Group F the most spiciest group. Yeah. Because you have <laughs> Iceland, who you know everyone underestimates, but they still make it out. No, bro. They have they have uh, the hearts uh, the hearts and soul of uh, Vikings, bro. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this could be actually red desert for. So just to kind of wrap yeah. it up, who do you guys have winning the Euros? Um. Whoever gets out of Group F. <laughs> Can you give me Group F again? Uh, France, Ger- Germany, yeah. Portugal, and then... Win- the winner of uh, the playoffs. Which will be between Bulgaria, Hungary, Iceland, and Romania. So, like, the top two teams go home. Yeah, top two. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see England win it. But, but I think, I think who would win it? Probably Germany. I think I France. Like that's one thing. I feel like if Germany win, Germany win it, I think Jacqueline Lowe retires as manager True. after that. I feel like France will win. Just going with Walker here. I think France has, you know, the depth, the talent, mm-hmm. and the play style with Didier Deschamps. But that, I think they're going to win. is going to be hard to get out of. But yeah, I exactly. feel like they'll pull it away. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gavin? I already said whoever gets out of Group F. Yeah, but you doesn't matter who like team. team. Which team? Like oh, specific. Yeah. Yeah. France. Yeah. All right then. So quickly to switching continents. Let's go with the Liga MX. A bunch of upsets. And a bunch of surprises going on right now. As we speak right now, America is winning 4-2 on Tigres. Even though Tigres had a 3-0 advantage, I think it was. Yeah. A 3-0 advantage. It's 5-4 in aggregate right now. And oh, As yeah. right now. Negaza uh, won. They almost, they almost bottled it. Yeah, they almost bottled safe it. safe to say. Mm. You know, the Queretaro scoring within the first, 20 I minutes. say, five minutes. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's going quickly after. But there was a controversial play with the red card. People, mm. Many people say it shouldn't be a red card. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't have been. As an you know, and, that, and that definitely affects the team who's trying to push up, yeah. you know, and not really focus on defending. You know, and so, you know, it kind of hurts them. But then again. Um, but they had a solid 20 minutes, like in the second half, where they just scored the amount of goals they did. Yeah. Especially with Kiroga. Uh, he might be Liga Mexico's top scorer tied with them. With Kiroga? Uh, I think, think it was Polito. Well, if, if I the, think if, he was second or third. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but he's been a pretty good player for them. But I think just for that, he's going to be the main man. Look, look for it for the next round. Yeah. Kiroga's going to be the main man. And then following up, we have Santos versus Monterrey. Monterrey winning. Well, they tied the match, but they won an aggregate 3-6. Mm-hmm. I mean, 6-3. Um... Santos was the first place team and they got eliminated by eighth place team is something that we did mention in the Liga MX. It always kind of happens. The curse of the first place where they, um, the first place team tends to lose to the eighth. I mean, but to lose to Monterrey, who's always a contender, or always a, cha- um, they're always a, a contender to win the, the league. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and then we had earlier today, no, then we have right now, as we can see, America. Winning, uh, basically, it's basically over because they have a four goals. Oh no, they don't. It's count. five four. 
But in does aggregate. it count as away goals or is it position and no, 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 it's, it's position. Position. position table. So, America would go through anyways, no? Yeah. No, Tigres is third, so they need to. Ah. Buy so, yeah, so right now, Danny Dortmund is six. Uh, Rafael is six minutes about time. Six minutes, bro. So, there is the possibility of this going through. All right, all right, so, yeah, what about the Monarcas Leon match? Yeah. Both games really tight. The first game was uh, 3-3. And then the next game was 1-2 with Monarcas winning. But in both games, the fans said a certain phrase that isn't encouraged in Liga Mekis. It's, a, it's about homo. It's a homosexual. No. It's a homo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess. Well, uh, both games had at least... Well, game one had six or twelve minutes added on, which it went on to like sixteen or seventeen, something like that, eventually. And then the second game went on to. Okay, buddy. Anyways, the second game went on to about what seven minutes. Yeah. Do you think these things um, affected Leon? Mm. For them, I don't think so. Lose? I mean, they Sorry. also had a goal that shouldn't be. That should have been taken away. You yeah. know, they apparently it was a body inside the box, but it kind of seemed like the Dior. player from Monarcos, <laughs> Monarcas did fall. Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, but then again, like, you're Leon. You shouldn't be losing to a team like Monarcas because yeah. <laughs> Leon has, you know, they have the veteran players, and I think the Monarcas, you know, they kind of made it. They qualified as seventh yeah and you know i feel like they sh- i mean if you're leon you're definitely gonna have to look back and see what you did wrong and just try to improve for next season and then for Monarcas, i think they just have to step up because i don't see them beginning past after this round especially when you're getting down to the narrow to basically the best teams of the of the league well with everything how it sits right now assuming that theaters doesn't find the goal right now in the last 30 seconds about only the bottom half of the table is left. Necaxa, America, Monarcas, and Monterrey. What does I have to say about the top four teams this season? Either they're too confident, saying that, oh, okay, we're facing the eighth place team, whatever. But, for example, I mean, it usually happens in, in the year, actually, sometimes, where, like, where you, you see the number one team, and then you face, like, with the 18th team, eighth place team, and then you usually lose. I think, like, the big example is with, like, I guess with Crusoe a couple of years ago when they were, like, actual top leaders with, like, many points, and then they end up choking in the final. Well, he has, like, I think, yeah. I forgot who, but it was, they, they were heavy favorites going into it, and then it just happens. I mean, really, it's just, it's not something that, I guess, happens a lot, but still happens. Well, America did go through. So what what will we be seeing? I feel like America has, America has a good chance of winning winning it all. But it's America, Necaxa, and Monterrey versus Monarca. Monarcas. right? Yeah. So, I, who, who do you? I just feel like. America's, I think it's gonna be Monarcas, Monterrey. Yeah. I don't see Necaxa beating America. No, I don't. I. They could potentially pull it off, but I don't know. I mean, to come back on Tigres after home. Especially, oh, that's that's rough. Uh, that's, just, that's, that's just comparing teams. Is this the is this the result that Tuca Ferretti needs to exit? 
I think he's playing. Where he's he's achieved what he's achieved in Davis, making him what to a mediocre team into actually a, a complete continental powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. It, just for them, they were heavy favorites going into it. They had a better team than America, mm-hmm. and they just had a slumpy season. And it, it just really, it just comes down to if they need to see more, spend more money, or just basically just invest in what they already have. Yeah. Because what Guignac is already getting a little bit older. But still, I think next season it's it's just up to it, up to them. All right, so with this that we're gonna end podcast. Any other any guys any other topic good to you want to say anything or no? That's no I think all? we're good for, for we're good. Good. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Ha- happy Thanksgiving. Uh, all the students like subscribe. Don't end it. Leave a comment below what topic we should talk about or anything. Yes, sir. Yeah. See you guys. Peace.